Hey everyone, it's Bree. Feel free to email me any comments, concerns, or if you want to say hello at askbrie, A-S-K-B-R-I-E, one, two, three, at gmail.com. So, I'm currently driving and you guys are all on the surround sound. Yay! Or maybe you're not on the surround sound. I'm on the surround sound recording. Anywho, I am going to work in an area called Gleason today, working with a grandma and her grandchild and her um, daughter is in transition. Um, She's actually going to be, I think, filing for divorce soon or so. Um, So yeah, just kind of mentally preparing um, to work with them. And it was funny because um, when I work with my clients, right, empowerment lifestyle coaching, there's a lot of transitions that are happening. And I actually specialize with helping people in transition helping them to establish balance, helping them to establish worth and love for themselves so that they don't continue to tolerate the foolishness, if I'm putting it lightly, that they've tolerated in the past. Um, But, I mean, with that, you're, again, in transition, so things are always shifting and changing. So sometimes, I mean, of late, I felt like my feet is like on sand versus solid rock because everything is always you know switching up I mean I would sometimes I would like to have a day where I know that from you know the beginning to the end it's going to go as planned but I guess not all of us I mean most of us don't have jobs like that I mean if you're like a project manager right you're always getting new projects or starting something and then something comes on your desk or you know, if you're a doctor, right, or an ER nurse, right, there's always something that's coming up and switching or, I mean, I guess that's unpractical, right, because even my friend that's a stylist, right, shout out to Ebony Cherie, right, like, she gets people that come into her chair and they have different elements going on with their head or they want this style or that style, so I guess that's not practical to, to you know, have the same day every day, but, man, sometimes... I wish I I could because, I mean, these people tend to be really unstable. And, like, again, I love being that stable person, but I just wish that sometimes the game plan would, you know, um, just go as planned. So I woke up kind of a little bit frustrated because we, you know, we had a plan yesterday of where to meet in the hours, and they totally got switched up. And, like, with this particular person... This always happens. You know, I've been working with them for a couple months now, and it's like we will make a plan, and it will just be destroyed by the end of the week. And sometimes I wonder, like, is it just, like, your word? Like, have you not established that, you know, your word is something that's very powerful. When you say you're going to do something, you should stick by it. But I guess that's where I come in, where it's, okay, let's, let's work on that. When you say that you're going to be somewhere, show up. If you say you're going to do something, do it. Um, But a little frustrating, but I just had a really great experience of the Holy Spirit just now because I was, you know, borderline, you know, ticked and angry and then just like confused. Like, what are we doing today? Why can we not just go with the plan, you know? But gosh, like, again, I mean, I, I feel like I'm always shouting out God, but he's so good because, I mean, a peace just literally came over me because I know my purpose which a lot of people don't 
a lot of people spend a lot of time trying to figure out, okay, what am I on this earth to do? So I know what I'm supposed to do while I'm on this earth, which is great. And also I know that I have to show grace and mercy to my clients, just like God shows grace and mercy to me. And I know that there's times, a lot of times, where I've derailed from the Lord's plan and try to do my own thing. And it's just, it's just ending in, you know, such a disarray, right? And again, with my clients, it's the same thing. You know, we make a plan. You want to go off that plan. You want to call that ex. You want to reach out to that child who's not speaking to you too soon. And then, boom, it's just a big old bomb. And everybody's ticked off and it's not productive. And now we have to start all over again. And um, I feel like that's how our walk is with the Lord as well, is that, you know, he has a plan for us and we have free will. You know, it's very clear that we choose who we're going to serve. That's all throughout the Lord's word. But when we do our own thing and it's not well thought out or even if it's well thought out, but not in his will it's gonna be busted it just is every single time so I just I don't know I just felt a sense of peace of just like love towards my client you know it just the frustration turned um and to just loving her but then also too I mean sometimes I just look up from these situations and I become so thankful so I sound awful but I, I become so thankful that this is not me you know because so many of my circumstances that I work, or so many of the circumstances that I work with, I'm no better than these people. You know, this could have totally been my situation. I mean, um, I think I told this story about my depression when I was in college. Um, my first college I went to, um, I didn't want to be there at all. I wanted to get out of Portland. I was 18, lived there my whole life. And I felt very restricted, like I was supposed to be going to college supposed I was supposed to be majoring in business I was supposed to supposed to supposed to and there was no room for what do I actually want to venture out into I'm not talking about wild and crazy things like you know lots of drinking partying flipping my top no you know but but just venturing out like what do I want to be an art major do I want to be in business do I want to study anthropology do I want to study abroad and so things were so rigid that it felt like I was like in a cage. And I just, I know that feeling and it's, it's awful. Like it's just, I feel for people that are in that stage because as soon as you bust out of that thing, you feel so relieved, right? Um, so that was one, you know, that was one element. And I remember, you know, dropping out and feeling relieved and traveling and working and nannying and meeting connections. and. But my eyes were just kind of open up to like different worlds I had never experienced because my experience growing up was suburb life you know in a tight family I had my mom and dad and my uncle and aunt and it was like a force to be reckoned with you know there was always someone to talk to there was a lot of love and when I worked with other families I realized like man you know um not every family is functional not every family is warm and cuddly. Like, there's some mean mugs out here, man. Like, really. And resentful people. And people that literally just, you know, just cannot stand their situation or, or have found themselves in situations that they're like, how did I end up here? So, there was that. And I remember taking that break and learning. And I remember going to college. And I remember the theme of our college at being a Christian school was Ring Before Spring. And all of a sudden, you know, this anxiety that I had felt a long time ago came back. 
about, man, I got to get a dude. Like, where's my guy? This is the time. I'm a Christian. They're a Christian. We can all be Christian together. Um, and so I put a lot of pressure on myself. And there was also a lot of sadness, too. And, and, and there was sadness throughout the school, right? Because if we're honest, when you watch these shows like Girls or Insecure or Sex in the City or really like any show that's like on TV these days, you see very clearly that we all want to be chosen. Like we always see these sitcoms where people are trying to be big and strong. But honestly, like we just want human interaction that is genuine a lovely friend or a lovely guy or girl that will turn into romance. Like we do, we really long to be swooned and I don't care, you know, there was a case study that was done at Portland State University about sex in the city, you know, friend or foe, right? Like what are these women doing? Are they sending double messages? And the survey came out is that the double message was real and we all send double messages. Like when you look at Samantha, the, the one of the major characters, um, she was like this bad chick PR lady that liked to have a lot of sex raw and hard and was a hard person in general. But, you know, when she got cancer or she, and even before that, you know, there was that deep longing of being chosen. She did have emotion under that callous heart. Like she did. So it comes back to we all want to be chosen. So you could feel that at my university that, you know, people were really feeling like this is their time. Like where else besides the church am I going to meet somebody? And, you know, sometimes, you know, I won't say sometimes, I'll say the current day, the church has really let a lot of people down when it comes to like connecting people. And okay, I might get tomatoes thrown at me because I know that that's not the main purpose of the church because we're supposed to come and serve and we're supposed to be in fellowship with each other and, and sing praises to the Lord and learn about the Lord. So yes, that is, you know, the fundamentals of the church. And obviously we want people to, to proclaim Jesus is Messiah, but come on, can you like help us sister out a little bit? Like, can you teach about marriage? Can you have a singles group, a Bible study, something where people can come together? So, I mean, that was my situation then. And I remember falling into depression and, you know, there was free uh, counseling with, you know, real psychologist at the school. And I remember telling, like, all my, like, sorrows to my counselor and just being like, if God loves me, then he would provide somebody for me already. And I remember her just saying, like, is that really the sole purpose of the Lord? And I was like, well, no, but still, this is what I want. This is what I want, 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 want. And I need to go and I need to get somebody and I need to feel whole with this person. I want to have intimacy and all this stuff. And I remember she just kind of sat back and she kind of giggled. And I was pissed when she did that because I was like, oh, you're mocking me now. Okay, let's go outside. Let's take it outside. Obviously, that was in my head. I didn't say that to her. But I remember her words changed my life. And she said, you know, you are potentially going to ruin your own life. And she wasn't talking about from the spiritual, natural you know, you know, cries of Zion, like, oh, oh, you're, you know, the Lord is displeased and now there's a curse. So she was actually saying that I was going to take physical actions prematurely that was going to ruin my life, you know? And like my sister, who is newly married, we love her guy. Shout out to Joseph. Hi, Joseph. Tom and I'm on, you know, love him. But like my sister says to me, you know, you could go out and you can get married. Like, don't, 
get it twisted. You're a cute girl. You could find any Joe Smo. <laughs> no pun intended because my brother-in-law's name is Joe. But you can find any Joe Smo on the road, go to Vegas to the courthouse, get a witness, and get married. But the real essence of your marriage is your foundation. And is it going to last? And so, In two miles, take exit 21A for Gleason Street. I remember that. You know, thinking like, wow, she's right. You know, how many girls out here really jump the gun because of loneliness, because of low self-esteem? They're looking, they're reaching, they're searching for foundation, for romance, for intimacy, but in the wrong places. And I remember I had to take a step back. And so, you know, even today in my frustrations, right, even today when I'm, you know, tired because, you know, I had a gut problem yesterday and... And I'm thinking, like, man, is my, you know, long day going to be, you know, seen with lots of complaining and the same old conversation and the same plan that we made is now not even in action. I have to calm myself and I have to be thankful because I'm here to serve. I'm here to help. I also am getting paid. So, you know, there's that. I'm walking in my purpose. I know what God has called me to do, and the alternative of where I was going was so bad, you know, because, again, I see these women that, you know, prematurely jump the gun, and they get connected with a dude, and the dude might be nice, he might be not. More often than not, he is really nice, but it's just not their person, and isn't that something like, you know, obviously having someone that's nice is better than having somebody that is not nice but if you're a person if you're lonely in your marriage that's not fun either it's not it's like you know putting apples with oranges it's all fruits you know a little different but it's all fruits you know whether he's mean or whether he makes you pancakes if he's not your person and you don't get along and you don't have the same vision it's just it's just cruddy so i mean i i am overall i have to say happy you know i am happy that in a quarter mile take exit 21a for gleason street because it could be so much different so i really do encourage people today whoever's listening you know there's a reason why you're listening i hope you're encouraged if you're not contact me brief below b-r-i-e F-A-L-U-G-H. And even if you don't contact me, I just hope that everybody is able... Take exit 21A. ...reflect today. And, you know, even if their day is just going really bad, you know, I don't know if this is, like, the correct... In half a mile, turn left onto Northeast Gleason Street. ...psychologist, but maybe it's a time to reflect and be thankful and say, you know what, I'm not where I want to be. But I'm not where I could have been. And that's just where I'm feeling right now. Like, you know, um, I won't, you know, beat a dead horse. I feel like I said everything I need to say. But, I mean, I just, these situations that I see sometimes are... Turn left onto Northeast Gleason Street. ...very scary because, I mean, I was that chick. I was that girl, man. Like, I was marching towards the edge of the cliff with everybody else, you know? And isn't that something right there? Maybe that's a sermon in itself of like, you know, like we were marching towards that cliff of death to fall in Plymouth to uh, just a disaster. 
but God swept us up and he put, you know, a solid rock foundation under our feet. And we're not marching towards death anymore. Like, sure, we're all going to have a physical death one day, but where is your spirit going to go? You know, is your spirit going to go with the Lord? Where is it going? And even, you know, I remember this one guy, this is my last thought. My, this one guy at my church once said, you know, and even Tupac said this, shout out to Tupac, rest in peace, that, you know, sometimes the reality of which we live in can be worse than a physical death, right? Like when we say things like, oh, rest in peace. Continue on Northeast Gleason Street for one and a half miles. On this earth that are just very restless. I just, honestly, they just don't have any peace and you know that's an awful feeling and I wish that feeling on no one not even my worst enemy because having an unrested soul that is just you know twitching and turning at every notion and there's just no peace um, that's not the divine life that's not the abundancy that the Lord is calling us into so you know I hope that everyone maybe can just take a moment of silence today, just maybe five minutes, and just think about the goodness of the Lord. Think about where you could have been. Think you about think about the things that God has prevented you from experiencing. That's a word right there. There's lots of things I was, again, supposed to experience in my sin that the Lord has just totally swept me from. So... Um, I hope everyone has a great start to their day. If you are in the middle of your day, continue on. If it's nighttime, I hope you sleep really, really well and you're at peace. Um, I genuinely say this. I love you all. Whoever's listening to this, I genuinely have love for you. And I wish you well. If you have nobody else in your corner, I am definitely in your corner. Kick butt. Live this life to the fullest. Live in abundancy. Live in truth. And live a divine life. And I'll talk to you all soon. Okay. Bye-bye.